You are now listening to The Wide Horn Project. Welcome back to The Wide Horn Project, episode number nine. Your hosts, Dylan and Alec, as always, bringing you the best, the loudest, the grandest philosophy quotes of all time. Alec, what do you got for us today? We got some quotes for you that are going to come off right off, hot off the press. Like we're walking out with fajitas at a Mexican restaurant, just just walking out real nice and hot. Dylan, you got the quote ready in front of you? I actually do. Yeah, that's right. I, I'm actually the one delivering the quote. So. Yeah, why don't you get prepared for the episode tonight and tell us what the quote That's I'm true. Just busting your that's true. That's right. true. I need mm-hmm. to dial it in here. All right, we got a nice short one. So, mm. a good philosopher makes a bad citizen. Our little five foot four friend Napoleon Bonaparte said that one. Small guy. Yeah, not not a surprising quote to come from a dude like that because we're talking about literally, you know, Napoleon. Was he was he actually five four? <laughs> he was really short. I don't know if he was that short, but he. I mean, and he, he conquered he, a whole bunch of shit at five four. Dude, Napoleon complex. Ever read a book? Yeah, I mean, I've read a couple here and there. <laughs> yeah, Napoleon was a short-ass guy who just conquered a bunch of shit. And so Fucking a, a, a quote like this, a good philosopher making a bad citizen, I mean, this is right up his alley. You know, he yeah. doesn't want anybody that's going to be out there thinking about no. things, questioning what's right or wrong or if right or wrong even exists. So I think this mm-hmm. is a, this is something that is definitely prevalent in society right now. If you think about yeah. not even just philosophy, you know, just things in general, it's you feel I don't know if you have an idea that's not it's not mainstream or it's not praised by the masses and you go in against the grain, like you're in a, you're in a pretty shitty situation. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's just about going against the norms, right? It's just mm-hmm. challenging shit, right? So I feel like good ph- – what is it? A good philosopher makes a bad citizen? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty simple. That's cool. Well, I appreciate Napoleon for saying that because it makes me think about it a little bit, which is good. Yeah, and I think – I mean I, I immediately always go to the worst-case scenario, the bleakest, like people being oppressed <laughs> and like trying to stick up for the greater good and, and being shut down. I think this also can just speak for difference of opinions and ideas. Right. So if you if you just have a different philosophy on something, we Mm. should. And luckily, the world, I think, has evolved to the point now where we can have conversations and explore different ideas. But the the root of philosophy is questioning things. It's it's looking at your life and and everything that happens in it and trying to gather some sort of meaning from you know what's going on so that you can better, I think, equip yourself to just live Mm. every day. Well, the only thing that I get concerned about is because I feel like in a lot of the things that we've talked about leading up to this episode, we want to be a good citizen, right? You want to be a good person in society, right? So it kind of challenges the norms in the sense that how do you have that balance between being somebody who questions life and actually goes against the norm and challenges things and tries new things and attempts to deliver new information, but also be a good citizen because I feel like being a good citizen is still something that you you still want to admire to be. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's absolutely something that you should want to work towards and strive towards and live out in your everyday life. Mm -hmm. I have a question for you. So when it comes down to delivering that good, being like a purveyor or messenger of what you would consider being a good citizen, do you find that in a lot of situations – that you do the right thing automatically, even if it's the de- at the detriment, excuse me, of your own personal gain or situation? Um, I think it just depends on the situation. So you're saying 
I choose, I personally would choose to do the right thing, even if I know it's going to have a negative impact on me. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if you're like a good dude or a piece of shit, basically. I'm, I'm kind of both. I mean, it depends <laughs> on the situation. Good. That's on. <laughs> at least it's honest. That's what I was looking for. Well, I mean, because I think like if you're not challenging what you what, like, what the norms are, then you're you're kind of not. I mean, for lack of a better term, like being a man. You know, like I feel like you kind of got to yeah. like you kind of you kind of got to just say it how it is sometimes, and unfortunately that has a negative effect on other people and sometimes that might make you make others perceive you in a negative light or in a, in a bad way but sometimes as well that that doesn't matter because it's more important to speak your truth than to make others happy and to please other people yeah know? so you, you hit on saying a... you know too i'm calling <laughs> it out on the podcast right now episode nine right now you hear me i say you know we're not doing it anymore okay we'll do it a little bit we'll, we'll move past it but yeah what's your what's your what's your take on it I'll, I'll listen. I'll hold you to that one. I'll, I'll okay. be keeping an ear out for it. No. So what I wanted to point out was you. So you took my original question and you kind of explored it more deeply and in a way, which is what I, I was hoping you'd arrive at, which is just because on the surface it is good. It doesn't necessarily mean it's the best or the like the good situation, you know, quote unquote, for the person that's delivering it. And so what I, that sounds crazy when I say it like that, but I'm going to explain what I mean. So. Yeah. The truth is ultimately, in my opinion, like what the be the greatest good is. So in the moment, telling somebody that they suck at singing or that they are a shitty writer, um, it doesn't make that person feel good, but it's the truth. It's going to mm -hmm. save that person from something down the road where they might have put themselves into a situation that's not so great. So I think I want to clarify or d differentiate between like doing the proper or the or the polite thing versus doing the right an appropriate thing for the situation. Do you understand that yeah. distinction? What What do they say? How you should deliver criticism? It's like the sandwich or like the the Oreo cookie. You oh right, nice, <laughs> yeah, then yeah. You it's just like fucking blast them, and then you say something nice again. Yeah. <laughs> see, or it's like I really love your hair. Your nails look like absolute garbage, but I love your dress as well too. Yeah, you know. Well, I, don't know why I thought about it in that terms, but you you know you get what I'm trying to say. I know exactly what you mean. And I actually, I've actually detected, uh, so I've trained myself to detect that bullshit. And whenever I hear it's, it's the, it's the classic backhanded compliment, da, 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 but anytime you mm. hear that, it's all the, but, uh, uh, and everything that like comes after Uber prep is something like, I don't mean to say it like this, but yeah. like, no, you're saying it like that. So just, just right. own it, but. And so that's why I don't fucking agree with that, that it should be nice, bad, nice. There's a way to introduce criticism or to help somebody constructively that doesn't step all over their ideas or make them feel like a complete piece of shit. I think that you can do it in a way that, that doesn't piss somebody off or make them, you know, want to fucking jump off a bridge, but right. you also shouldn't, you shouldn't give them something like, I don't like the, the backhanded compliment. I don't like the da da da, but because I just think mm -hmm. that it, it takes away from the, the honesty of the situation, which is like, Hey, I'm trying to call something out. Um, for my benefit, for your benefit, for the mutual benefit. And that's, I think, what should be the focal point. I, at least I appreciate more an approach that's more direct and straightforward. I understand sure. not everybody does. So maybe I'm just – that's just me. It's my opinion. But I yeah. don't personally like that. And I, appre I appreciate when I receive criticism from like bosses or from friends and it's very direct. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, man, blah, 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 you dropped the ball. You know? Right. Well, because it also saves time. Because if the more the longer you you pretend 
that somebody's doing something well. Let's say, for example, you know, you don't give them the full truth. You give them, you give them the nice answer because it's easy in the moment. You're just going to elongate their process to getting better. You know, so that's yeah. So that's I agree. To think about too. I also believe that, and so some people might say, well, surely if somebody only ever criticizes you and they only point out things that you don't do well, that will build resentment if you're not layering in some of that sandwich or that Oreo that you talk about. Yeah. And you I'll don't need to be friends with everybody either too. So it's okay right. to, to – all right, I'll let you finish your, your point. And then well, no. No. So pause that for a second because we're going to pick that up after. But all I was just going to wrap that up, that point with saying was that – in situations like that where somebody says, well, all you do is point out the negative, that's telling you that you probably don't praise or point out the positive to that person in other situations. So I don't think the solution yeah. to like presenting criticism is to do it in a soft way. I think if you have a relationship and a trust established with an individual and you're on a level where you're praising what they're doing consistently and you're showing and appreciating the things that they do well, when you come mm -hmm. to them with the criticism, number one, mm -hmm. they're going to respect you and they're going to listen because they feel confident that you acknowledge their their positive traits and that you value that and number two they're also going to want to do better because they know that you look at them in a light and with a respect of that you do good work or that you show up okay. and you're an exemplary human so i think that it's just a lack of praise in general that people are unwilling to give to each other that makes the criticism part a little bit more difficult to deliver do you think people feel like it's it's too vulnerable or they're feeling too vulnerable to say nice things to other people? Do you think that that's one reason why we don't have a not like I don't know. There's a lot of for lack of a better term there's a lot of meanness out there. So do you think that people just aren't being proactive enough in in being kind from the get-go and and say, "Hey man, great outfit today." When it actually <laughs> is a good out, you know what I'm saying? But like you know, holding back on their truth because they feel like it's going to be awkward or weird, but then they're, you know, they're ready at the hip to just shoot him with some negativity whenever it pops up. So I also feel, I'm just getting the, I'm getting the impression that people are nervous to do the positivity part. Does, yeah. Does that, does that make sense? I In think some that, regard? I'm, I try, think... I'm trying to process it while I'm telling you right now too, because I, I can't even really think straight about it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of validity in that. I, I, for, I have not been able to crack the code as to why people are so avoidant of giving like positive feedback or praise. I think somebody long ago like, must have told – yeah, maybe it's judgment. But I feel that some like idiot like 50 years ago told their – like their their kid that they should never say anything nice to somebody directly or never compliment anybody because it's like show you know it's just not the right thing to do arbitrarily and then that just became the culture or like that if you praise your kid or tell like you don't want to tell your kid how great they are because mm -hmm. then they never understand that like they're not the best and that the world doesn't revolve around them and I just don't yeah. agree with that take I think I you should either. tell your kids at every single chance that you can that they're great and they're amazing and that yeah, you need to up. be right but you also need to be real with them and honest like you're a great person your strengths make you great but you're also to have some things you need to work on yeah you're also a dipshit sometimes you gotta yeah. pick up the slack a little bit yeah, yeah. you suck Being dick real. at yeah you suck <laughs> dick at algebra like you're not gonna be a fucking mathematician so i hate to break yeah. it to you yo Derek yeah. jeter relax you're not act like you're actually not mm -hmm. jeter you probably mm -hmm. won't even make your fucking freshman high school team but like right. we're not i'm not gonna i'm not saying go and tell your kid that or say that but no. you know you you I think 
I guess what I'm trying get to get at is you just want to build. I don't know. I feel that if people were just more real with one another about stuff um, and about everything, then and felt like respected and appreciated, then they would they would be more receptive and open to hearing like, hey, you didn't really do this that well this time, or hey, you made a mistake. Let's try and fix it. Yeah, I think people are too worried of judgment on both sides of the spectrum. So most people aren't going to challenge the norms, and most people aren't going to say something positive, even if they feel both ways. But going back to my point before, I wrote it down because I didn't want to forget, but I said you don't need to be friends with everybody either. And that's yes. the point of the quote, going back to Napoleon. Right. You don't need to be a good by, – by being a good philosopher, you're not being a good citizen because also too, we talked about giving positive feedback and, and criticism to your friends – in the in reference to the quote, almost it's this is almost like you're talking to a stranger. Like let's say somebody's on a pedestal, right, and they're talking some nonsense up there, and you voice your opinion, you stand up, and you go, "Hey, I don't fucking agree with that." That I mean, you're like, you're you're not being nice to them. When, when have you ever given that guy a compliment? <laughs> so, I don't know. I I think you have to walk the line between being kind by being yourself, speaking your truth, and like not being an asshole. It's like kind of this weird culmination of like all those kinds of things. Yeah, well, okay, so I'm, I want to go back to what you just brought up. So are you saying that you you don't compliment strangers or that you would be less no, inclined do. to like – I'd, I'd argue that I'm more inclined to be, hey, man, I like your shirt or like, hey, go – Yeah, you because know. I'm never going to see him again. <laughs> right, and yeah. but but also too, that's a, that's a perfectly pure opportunity <laughs> of like just human – like gen, gen, human genuine gen, genuous – like yeah. I can't say the fucking word I'm trying to say. Gen- genuinity? Gen- no. Yeah, that's that's what I was going for, but apparently that's probably not a word. So Gen- genuinity. Yeah, let's just pretend that that part never happened. But anyways, it's it's genuine, I think, and that's like the nature of human beings is to just be. I think deep down, I hope that that's really what we're we're ingrained to be is just like nice and friendly and to compliment. Some, what does it take away from anybody to fucking tell some random guy you like their shirt or that they fucking like you know those those people that sing on the streets and mm-hmm. for for pennies like oh you know mm-hmm. you actually sound pretty good. I'm not saying go yeah. tell somebody that sucks that they fucking are good because that doesn't help yeah. either. Could you like, imagine walking up to somebody playing the guitar next to the beach? And you just go, dude, you fucking suck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah, and again, yeah, you wouldn't say that. Now, here's the thing: if you had known that guy for X amount of time, and you had told him that he was a really good parent, or you, he knew that he trusted you because you knew he was really good at fucking playing the bongo drums. He just couldn't play the guitar. Then, yeah. then you could fucking say to him, "Hey, listen, you fucking stink. You're trash." Yeah, but could, but okay, but doesn't that just make? Doesn't that just prove that you can just say whatever you want, whenever you want, to whomever you want? You don't have to have some kind of relationship, some some precursor to what they're doing currently in order to give criticism or feedback. What about like a judge on a TV show, or what about somebody who is grading you in school, right? Like they don't they don't have to tell you you got a nice pair of shoes when you walk into the classroom in order to give you an F on the test. Yeah, they, absolutely. You're right. Well, that's pure evaluation, and there's also there's a place for that too. What I, what I think we were talking about earlier was more so like situations where you have like where there's a relationship established, and there's some sort of mutual mm-hmm. or consistent interaction with that person where it's not sure. in your best interest, or the, or you you actually have background in information that mm-hmm. that completes the whole picture or supplements other areas rather than 
like a like an art contest or a spelling bee where like you're you're being evaluated purely on that one individual skill in that moment and that's all that matters like there's absolutely a place for for unbiased evaluation and that's where the strangers actually could be real like that's awesome like having you know the the example i brought up of somebody on the street playing a guitar if somebody comes up to them and says hey man you're really good I mean, mm-hmm. like, you're probably going to believe that more from a fucking stranger than you would from, like, your mom. Just because yeah. you, you, then at least you know that there's, there might not be none, but there's probably less implicit bias towards, like, actually giving you an answer that wouldn't hurt your feelings. So, sure. and that's, I think, what we run into with people we have relationships with, like, at work and stuff. There's, there's already this, like, bias of, they, they might think you're a nice person. Or they might not want to hurt your feelings because they know you or they they have known of you in other scenarios where you didn't suck at something mm-hmm. or, or it wasn't your fault. You know, they, we've done good. So mm-hmm. that's, I think, what I, I – I think there is a difference between that and I think both – There is. The evaluation I kind of brought agree. that one from out. I, yeah, but I kind of brought that one from out from like left field a little bit. When you're evaluating somebody for something specific or particular, that's different than – questioning the norms or going against the norms or challenging the norms, whatever it might be. Or – I don't even know. I don't know. It's kind of funny to think about. Yeah, and I also, I also think when I when some of the examples that I'm thinking of when I bring up this relationship of like praise versus criticism, I think a lot of times criticism it can be very cut and dry and factual. But there is a lot of things that people like to give us suggestions on or criticize that are that are really like qualitative or subjective. Like it's not necessarily like the actual. <laughs> Fact of the matter, like, you know, you may talk fast or you may talk softly and like somebody may say, hey, like, you should probably whatever. And, and like, but that not may not always necessarily be like the, tr- that's not like the overall truth. But one plus one is two. Like that's a mm-hmm. fucking truth. So that's the other thing too, is it's like, and I think that that's why it's important to have some sort of relationship with somebody where you're praising them and whatever, especially the further you get from actual factual advice, because the more subjective or like qualitative it is, the more people are going to look at you and be like, Hey, you just don't fucking like me. Or, or you're just mm-hmm. saying that. Cause like, it's not what you want. And right. I, I or you're know. just judgy and I don't like judgy. Right. Yeah, right. You, know? yeah. you do. Do you get where I'm going with, with what I, I do? Mean I that? do. No, it's just been good, man. It's 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 fun to just kind of just dive right into it and just kind of talk off the rip about something. And it's just sometimes it's it's hard because it's hard to kind of process everything that you're trying to put into words in a 15 to 20 minute episode. So, yeah. but um, I think we'll stop there. It's been a pleasure, Dylan. Always thanks for uh, tuning into episode nine, guys. You know where we're at: the Whitehorn Project, Apple Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud. We'll see you for episode ten. Thanks so much. Have a good night.